Welcome to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets, presented by Price Picks on the Mayo Media Network. I am Matt Moody, joined by DJ Mitchell. We're going to talk about the April 27th NHL action. DJ, how you doing? How was your weekend? Uh, weekend was pretty good. The Sabres won a game, amazingly. Um, I actually watched a lot of, of, you know, a few of the games, a lot of the highlights. Um, it was a good time. Uh, you know, we're only down to a couple of weeks of full slates left. So, you know, we got we to gotta get, get after it. We got to get some some money going into the playoffs. And then, then that's where I know that we're going to rake in really all the cash right there. So Matt, how are you feeling? How was your weekend and how are you feeling about Tuesday's slate? No, I'm, uh, I'm doing all right. You know, um, I had a good weekend. I got my second vaccine. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm free to free to roam the world, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm feeling great actually as well. So I was sort of, yeah. you know, a bit worried, but uh, we can move on from that. Um, it, it was a, it was a weird feeling to be like, am I going to be sick or not? <laughs> like, I feel like I definitely could, I got like Gatorade and like a bunch of stuff, like don't yeah, be sick, so, please. So, you know, like, like, yeah. like DJ, I'm, I'm paying some homage with my, uh, with my attire. So get over yeah. to the YouTube channel if you want. Just shouting out the uh, Oakland A's. I think they capped off a 13-game win streak with a loss on a Sunday. But, to the Baltimore yeah. Orioles, baby. That's right. I mean, um, the Mead Street. <laughs> <laughs> that's right and then uh and then i got some you know we got jack i actually need a shirt that we got sam on it because you know you samson's out here just you know uh cracking skulls so um yeah you know dj's out here repping the sabers as well 50 year anniversary jersey rasta stalin um yeah, yeah. pretty very pretty nice cool. very good stuff um so yeah i mean we do have uh, eight games here to talk about on tuesday but first, I do want to talk to you about Prize Picks. Uh, make sure you head on over to PrizePicks.com. Use the promo code MMN is in Mayo Media Network when you sign up. Uh, what you do on Prize Picks? It's simple. You can pick up to five over unders. There's players listed across all the sports. You know, of course, we focus on hockey here, so be sure to check out uh, on the Twitter. You know, our favorite Prize Picks for the night. Um, but you can pick from MLB, NBA. NHL, uh, even one of DJ's favorites, uh, disc golf. <laughs> I mean, basically, you just go over there, you pick up to five players, and you go up to 10x your money. Uh, really, it's a lot of fun, so I highly recommend you do it. Use promo code MMN when you sign up. But I know, DJ, you were looking through some of these disc golf, uh, you know, looking through the board there. Yeah, I mean, let me, let me tell you right now. If you need a quick uh, lightening up of your day, some of these names – just over on the, on the disc golf. We have an Eagle McMahon uh, over 60.5 fantasy points. Uh, awesome. I, there's no way. There's no way he doesn't. I don't know anything about disc <laughs> golf. I've never watched it. I don't even know if you can watch it. I mean, obviously 64 fantasy points for Brody Smith, the, the, the ringleader of, of disc golf, the, the, uh, the Wonderkind. He, he joined the 11 Kent. years old. <laughs> no, that was Eagle McMahon. Yeah. It's like, oh, he, it was, yeah. Eagle McMahon joined and in, in 2011 and he's 23 now. So riddle me that one disc golf. What a sport you could be, you know, just, just, just hitting puberty and just dominating look, the circuit. I so. mean, look, here, here's the thing about prize fix. Where else are you going to be able to go to your, you know, go to your family, your significant other and say, Hey, I doubled my money because Eagle McMahon, there's there's the, there's the pitch. That's, um, it. That, that's it. That, that's it. That's that's the whole thing. And like they're yeah. going to be so confused. And anyway, um, if, you, I, if you've been following along with you know Meany and, and the guys on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, obviously us as well. Uh, you've gotten some pretty good picks over the course of the season. So you know, uh, check out our Twitter again, Mayo, at Mayo Media Net for our picks on the Tuesday slate. Um, but really, we just highly encourage you to check out the website. It's really fun. It's really easy to use. 
um, and use promo code MMN when you sign up. So DJ, uh, let's get out of the let's get out of that and over into the NHL slate. Unless I don't, unless I don't want to. Like, like I just want to talk about. Like imagine the sweat on whatever night they finish a round of disc golf. Just sorry, I I actually get really excited about the idea. Like I really want to do this now. Just like get really intensely get like a group of five people and just be like, all right, let's get a hundred <laughs> beers and watch disc golf and just bet on it and just have a good time. Like I'm Look, so in for that. Here's actual advice. If you are just getting into sports betting or, you know, um, fantasy or anything like that, finding a niche sport is a hundred percent better than going into already uh, liquidated markets. So things like baseball, NFL, NBA, like they're so not solved, but they're so advanced. I promise you, if you actually grind an edge on disc golf, you will be able to profit on it. And that is my actual financial advice. So like, if that sounds interesting to you, check it out. I guarantee you, you'll be, you know, uh, actually able to be sharper than the books, let's say, uh, if you can find some good info and do stuff with it. But anyway, there's no way they know. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> we only got eight games where I thought we could get a little fun off the start, but yeah, we started off here. Islanders at capitals. Now this is one of many rematches that we've seen in the very recent past. Um, the capitals went for what? Six goals. Uh, against the Islanders, six to four on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think that was the final. Um, I know Matt, you had a couple, couple of nice little takes from the game that didn't amount to much. So I want to start there. Uh, let's recap that last game. Uh, I, let, let me just hear how uh, you had some, some strong action. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, so look, Noah Vetchkin, um, I We're also anticipating he'll be out on Tuesday. We don't have firm word as of Monday, so uh, keep an eye on Morning Skate and you know keep up, up to date. Um, but Daniel Sprong was a direct replacement on the top line, pulling between that stuff and Tom Wilson. So, you know, I was feeling ambitious and I'm like, Hey, look, uh, Sprong is like three K. I'm just going to jam him in. I'm going to play Kuznetsov and I'm just going to see what happens because I like some of the underlying numbers. And some of this is a preview of tonight as well. Um, and Sprong did the thing, you know, he scored a goal. He only had two shots, but he scored both of them. Um, I was kicking myself because I was in like a, you know, a dynasty playoff and I was picking up a guy for Saturday night. And I was like, can I do sprung? Like, am I that old? And I picked up some other idiot, like Alex, I follow or something. Mm. And, and, you know, of course, sprung was on scores twice. Luckily, Tristan Jari got a shutout on Sunday or else I was, you know, or else I was packing my bags and going home. So, um, you know, definitely, definitely feeling good about Daniel sprung here though, again, on Tuesday night. Um, you know, so my thoughts on this game, of course, assuming Ovechkin doesn't play, is that I, I think there's a lot of value in this game from a betting and a DFS standpoint. Like, I actually do think that despite the one nothing game this team played, um, you know, two games ago now, like that was really, really, uh, you know, let's just call it a sludge match. Um, the rest of the matchups between these two teams have actually been really, really solid. Um, so I'm sort of leaning toward the over here. Um, and I do minorly shaded toward the capital side of things. Um, but again, you know, Daniel Sprong is probably my favorite guy to just sort of go back on in DFS. Like, why not? I mean, he's playing with Kuznetsov. He's getting second power play time. And Tom Wilson, the third guy in that line, was the guy who slid onto the top power play unit. So, like, there's your news right there. Uh, anything on the Islanders side that you have, Deej? I mean, if you watch the game or, or you know, are, are checking right now and saying, well, the Islanders actually have three goals, uh, the Villiers had a, a real nice one there on the power play. So he, he had four shots and, and a goal uh, was on the first power play unit. So if you have to give your going with Highlanders, the Villiers 3,800 is kind of a nice little piece there. Um, he played with Peugeot and uh, Bailey. 
Yeah. Neither of them correlated on the power. Oh, Peugeot did. Peugeot was on the power play. I think Peugeot scored. Did he score on the power play, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the, the Peugeot, but like, I think that there's value on the Islanders again. Like it seems like every slate that's been kind of a running trend. Um, but I do think Bavilia is a decent little play here, especially if you like this over um, and think the Islanders are in a good bounce back spot, which, you know, you look at the books right now, it's pretty much a pick them. The, the, you know, Islanders minus 103, the Capitals minus 114. It could go either way. And I think the over is fine here. I'm probably not going to bet it myself, but you know, getting some of this cheaper Islanders action, especially like Peugeot and um, Bavillier, that's really cheap power play one. And with our boy, um, Pulak, I believe. No, it's Dobson. No, it's no, Dobson. Actually. Oh my God. Yeah. Dobson, 17 minutes. I really thought Pulak got back on that first unit. No, of course not. Um, so Dobson at, you know, mm-hmm. just under, uh, just over minimum salary, 2,700. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, you know, I mean, just, it's something else to look at. And Dobson actually hit the, no, he did hit the shot bonus the other night. He hit four. Never mind. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this from like a you know shot prop perspective, and I'm thinking that Bovilli is a guy who you should be able to find. Um, I really like his over. And yeah, then yeah. I'm taking a stab at John Carlson. Like you can get him on DraftKings. Um, I think that his shot over is a really nice bet. Uh, without Ovechkin in the lineup, it's just you know, of course, they're going to have to feed John Carlson more. And he should be the primary focal point on the power play. You know, it's TJ Oshie and Tom Wilson as the other right-handed shots. Like, you know, TJ Oshie's a, a good player, but he's not taking one-timers like Ovi does. Like, you know, Carlson, I think, is the best-suited guy to do that. Um, and so I do like the pace here. Obviously, Carlson can get there at 5-on-5. Five five, and he has a good, you know, he has a good run against them from the first five games or whatever this year. The last couple haven't been so great against the Islanders. Um, but Carlson, you know, lit them up early in the season. So I'm more than happy to sort of go back there in terms of shot props and anything else. Uh, any other bets or players you wanted to call out here? Or can we uh, move on? I think we can definitely move on. But, you know, like you said, Sprong plus 460 to score. Yeah, like if you, that's, yeah, it, that's it, nice. It, that, that is, I mean, it's like Michael Roffel and just, I don't even know, like guys that are like Andrew, I don't even think he's on. Like he's like. Pop, pop quiz for listener. Like, yeah. Did you know Michael Roffel was on the Washington Capitals? <laughs> like Surface you know says, deadline he had like a lot of minutes i feel like he had like a fair amount what do you have 16 maybe maybe he doesn't shoot I, i'm just saying like like but again who's, who's out here who's out here spending their saturday nights watching uh islanders capitals i don't know uh i preferred the uh the the florida game florida carolina myself that was that was a barn burner anyway um let's go over to philly at new jersey um, the Philly come capping off a real big comeback on Sunday night, scoring two goals late to force overtime and which they then won in a shootout, I believe. Um, but anyway, uh, Philly minus one thirty on the road, taking on this New Jersey team. That is, um, let me check my notes. Uh, awful. They're awful. Minus one thirty on the flyers is a joke. I get the flyers themselves are a joke, but when they're getting like poor goaltending, like that's a step up for them. They're so much better than the, the Devils here. I'm sorry. I, I just I I think the the Philly money line is one of my favorite bets here on the night. Like minus one thirty is just no respect at all. Um, and you know I'm just I'm not here for it. But what are your thoughts? Yeah, I, the Flyers seem like a pretty safe uh, and good bet here. Um, you know the Devils have sort of turned it on as like I mean, like I think you get it. You know, yeah, Get it, but Flyers suck. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Flyers. I, I really just think that like this game is so much DFS goodness to there. it that I'm I'm like really focused on this from a DFS perspective, and you know I'm, I'm going to kind of let that drive what's going to end up being more of what I'm going to look at for bets. Um, just on this slate in general, though, um, Katerier 
as far as uh, I Corps four per game is right up there in the top 10. Um, just a, just a tied with Barkov, um, uh, just a little bit below uh, Robertson and um, Dougie Hamilton. So like he's been shooting a ton um, playing against the devils in a six and a half, like for every reason possible, all of his props are in play. Um, mm-hmm. He's a really good, uh, he's seven K on DraftKings. Um, they have him at what like freaking plus um, two Oh five to score. I'm not sure if I'm going to go that crazy with it. Like, I, I don't know if it's, if it's worth it, but like you get him in a parlay to get a point or maybe even the shot prop, which I think it'll be two and a half. And you just jam that up. And I think that that is like the easiest way of going about this game. Um, Jack Hughes on the other side is the clear cut best player for the devils. He's hit his shot prop in, I think eight consecutive games now. And I see no reason in a six and a half against the flyers that he won't hit it here. Um, right. It's just, just easy money bet. I'm, you know, the odds are getting worse, but if you're making parlays and, and you're trying to, you know, win a big prize, there's two here that I think are super strong. Um, Jack Hughes is still, you know, you're thinking like he's got to be near the top now for the to score. Not still 270. Um, <laughs> like we were playing it at four plus 400 all day. I think I think we can still play it here for sure. Um, 5500 on DraftKings too, so a nice savings off of some of the upper price guys. Um, yeah, the I mean other, for the Devils. Last thing is that their first power play was Will Butcher um, with uh, other guys out, uh, Smith and and. Um, PK Subban, so Butcher, uh, 3,900. Yeah, I mean, and I definitely like a lot of what you're saying. I love John Couturier for the reasons you're mentioning. His shot prop, I think, would be the sort of one from this game I take away, though Jack Hughes, I think, does make sense. I mean, he's been crushing it. Um, But the six and a half, I actually am shading a little bit toward the under. I'll admit this game does have monster upside. Of course, it could finish five to four. And I think DFS, it'll be low-owned enough to the point where you could actually sort of get over on this game without being yeah. like, you know, having it a huge part of your night or whatever. Um, but I do kind of shade the under. And I mean, I'm looking at these to score props and it almost backs me up. Like the most likely player to score a goal in this game is Joel Farabee at plus 170. And the game is a six and a half total. So I feel like if you like the over here, you're probably liking some of these to score props. And of course, you know, Couturier, um, Jack Hughes among those. If I had to pick one though, I think I'm going with Miles Wood. Plus 255, uh, anytime goal. He's just on a run right now. Uh, not just goals, he's shooting a ton. He's really driving the net. He's getting more opportunities as a result. Um, so I do think that Miles Wood is a you know a nice goal prop bet if you wanted to make that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of bets in general that I like here on both sides of the ledger. Actually, one, one more thing, because first thing is I didn't note that Couturier said I said was over the last 10 games. Um, that he's right around where Barkov is and stuff. The Thank second you. thing is, Thank you, you want to know? Yeah, sorry, I did not say that. At number two, who is number two on that list? In the last 10 games, I Corsi four per 60 after Alexander Ovechkin, who's not going to play. Jack Hughes. It's Jack Hughes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's been just awesome. above right. Just above Spesnikov and, and Kane. And again, these are only guys on this slate. Over to the main event, though. Uh, we have the Buffalo uh, Globetrotter Sabres taking on the New York Rangers. Um, Buffalo, of course, led by superstar Sam Reinhardt. Mm-hmm. Um, who just needs two goals to tie Dreisaitl, right? Who just needs two goals to tie Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, yeah, in, in the goal-scoring race. I say he does it. Um, I know you do. But, you know, anyway, Buffalo plus two, 245 here. Uh, the Rangers minus 295. I mean – what more is there to say? Zavinajad had a hat trick on Sunday, and it honestly felt like he could have had six. Um, 
you know, that the Sabres will do that sometimes. And honestly, I will say that's part of how the coach wants to play. Um, and that's something that I absolutely love. You know, if it's, it's not fun to, you know, watch a losing team or whatever, but you know what else isn't fun? Watching a losing team that absolutely sucks to watch. Like yeah. the Sabres yeah. are fun to watch now. Um, and that makes their, you know, that makes their betting, their everything else, that makes it very uh, reliable. So like when you're talking player props, I think that, you know, guys like Zabinajad and Panarin, guys who will be out there in great offensive situations, you don't really need to worry about like, oh, the Sabres just going to pack it in and try to lose one nothing like you did under Ralph Kruger. Um, they're pushing the pace, and I think that allows, you know, the Rangers, who are a great counterattack team, uh, to sort of pick up some, you know, some stats or whatnot. So, um, you know, you don't need to tell, don't need me to tell you that the Rangers are more than likely to win this game. I'm staying away from the money line, of course, minus 300. Um, but I do think there's a lot to like here from a player prop standpoint. So, uh, anything jump out to you at first, uh, first glance? Yeah, I, I think that kind of the interesting thing as of right now, the Sabres plus 245. Sam Reinhardt's a score, plus 245. I mean, what's more likely to happen? The Sabres win or Reinhardt scores, or both. Matt. It's a sign. It's a sign. No, no, no. I just, yeah, that just kind of was funny. Like, they're the exact same. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think what, what jumps off the page uh, to me is, is kind of the over here, like you were already kind of alluding to with the pace and the back and forth. And it, it's almost certainly going to be uh, UPL in net for the Sabres, who – you know, in his first game out, first shot against him, gets by him, then he gets 40 saves and, and the win. So, you know, good on him. Good, you know, good to bounce back. He's 6,900 on DraftKings. Uh, so if you like the Sabres to have a chance at this one, mm-hmm. like he is probably a smash play at 6,900. But if, you know, what could happen and he gives up five or six goals and, you know, it's it's very in their own possibilities. And, yeah, again, I, mean, I, I, yeah, I don't think he's going to have a shutout here. Um by nature, but just kind of feeds more into the the over that I like we a lot. That's love, my favorite part. We love shots on goal. Like that's what we yeah. love. Um, and we'll see know, a lot. Like, yeah, and that's what I think happens here. And of course, you know, you can build around the goalie saves a bunch or the goalie lets in a bunch. Um, one, you know, goal prop that I think is a little bit off is Chris Kreider at plus 128 right now. I mean, he's playing on the top power play, and I get that. It's always scary because he's not front. He can, you know, bang home a rebound or whatever. But last time out, he was playing with Kako and Filipito. And of course, you know, those are two good players, but they're not Sipinishad, they're not Panarin. And so when you get a guy who's playing literally bottom six minutes at even strength at such insane odds, like, you know, it, it's it's dicey. I don't think you have to do it, but I do think there is some value because his no on that, I think if you can shop around, it would be, you know, minus 150, minus 160-ish. And that seems like, you know, a decent enough bet given his, uh, you know, newfound second line or third line role. Um, but of course you're fading a power play. That's, you know, but Zabinijad's going to score all the power play goals anyway. So what am I even saying? Like yeah. um, it's a smash. Are there any shot props you like here? I mean, I think we both like the pace. We both like the upside on the, on the over. So there should be some props. Um, I mean, Zabinijad probably be a three and a half. You know, he had seven last time yeah. against the Sabres. And Zabinijad's, yeah. Zabinijad's been at two and a half lately. And that's, it's okay. been a pretty juiced number. Um, but I did notice that because I snap at it on a Friday, I think. I was like, huh, like that's weird. Um, so maybe given the Sabres matchup, it goes to, you know, three and a half, like plus 130 or something. Um, but I, I sort of think if you can shop around and find a two and a half, like, yeah, that's a great addition to any parlay. 
or anything like that, even if it might be a bit juiced uh, odds wise. So yeah, um, yeah, I, think, yeah, I, think I do like that. Shot prop too. Um, like he should see at least 18 minutes um, yeah. with the two, two shots, two goals. It works. I'm not yeah. really, I'm not really well, that worried about him being yeah, a volume I, shooter or anything. I, I, he has been as of late. That's the thing is like, he actually has turned it on a bit, like not anything that's, you know, crazy, but you know, 5.2, I believe he has a side course he poured in the past 10, um, which is the same yeah. as the Benajad in the yeah. past 10. Like, yeah. he's been shooting a ton, so I, I just, I don't see a reason why you couldn't do it. Um, and I think you'll, you'll find that one on any site for Reinhardt, that, because who that, are they going to pick on the same? <laughs> right, that they're not going to, yeah, they're not going to offer, like, Jeff Skinner or whatever, so yeah, I know. No, no. Um, okay. All right. Is there anything else here? Unless we can move on to the... Nah. The, the big nah. the big one the, the rematch the one nothing rematch from Sunday yeah the, night, uh, the uh, national Pittsburgh. television <laughs> uh you know just the nhl putting out there you know i mean well, nbc uh, nbc is trying to tank the sport now so <laughs> that's taking... true let's let's pour one out for uh nbc yeah. no longer the uh, tv partner of the nhl uh uh, turner actually got announced along with espn Jamie of turner. course which we knew and yeah i mean I'm just here for uh, Charles Barkley and Shaq talking about hockey. I don't know about you, but yeah, um, you know, because I think combined those two like hockey like triple the amount of any combination of people who are on any NBC panel. Like those guys are just like, I mean, they just love to talk about how great the game was in the seventies. Like, you know, Jerry wants to talk about how great the game was for <laughs> the, when they were sixteen years old. Yes, but, you know, at the fifth grade, you know, hockey circuit or whatever. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's like I can do without NBC. I'm I'm hopeful. Um, anyway, so we were talking about Boston at Pittsburgh. This game finished one nothing on Sunday. Uh, Over under set at five and a half. I mean. I'm sort of of two minds about this. So I think I'm just staying away, but like, you know, Boston's not playing their big guns at all. And like, in that case, I just kind of think like, yeah, Taylor Hall's been playing well, but who's going on the Boston side if, you know, Paz is getting 16 minutes a night, not really sure. Um, And then Pittsburgh, they've been playing pretty well defensively. So like kind of like the under, but also Pittsburgh and five and a half over unders have not gone well historically for me. They always seem to go over. Um, so, you know, that's sort of why I think I'm staying away from it. But do you have a lean here on Boston or Pittsburgh? You know what the most amazing part about that game was? Is that there was almost zero penalty minutes. Um, I'm pretty sure Boston took a penalty and Pittsburgh immediately took one back and ended up wiping it. Yeah. Um, the the and, play on the ice of that game was the equivalent of a kneel down. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I just, I feel like, you know, with the East, you know, not completely wrapped up. Uh, you know, the Rangers are, are fighting and clawing and, and go, doing their best they can, but pretty close. Like, I just think, especially with these older teams like Boston and Pittsburgh, they're just not running the big guns. You look at the game, it was a one nothing loss. Uh, Bergeron's off 15 minutes. You, you know, like, they're yeah. down a goal, and they're just like, eh, well, we'll let Lazar go out there. Like, yeah, they're all right. Sean Corrali, you, you got this. You got this, buddy. It's just like, I'm, I'm just not touching that over-under because I do agree that that they're, they're, you know, maybe, you know, the tides could turn and a five and a half is just something that like, I'd rather have more fun yeah. than, than try to bet an under and a five and a half. Like, that's just like, it could happen. Um, I'm probably not touching either money line either. Like, I think this is a, a true coin flip and I don't really want to get involved. I guess I slightly would just lean with Boston just because I think that this is an incredibly even matchup and I'm just not that worried about them on the road. Minus 104. Yeah, that's, um, that's fair. Small amount of value that, for a coin flip. I honestly don't know if I like any real props here because 
all of the props we're going to find are going to be for this top line in Boston, and they're not seeing the minutes. Even in a game they lost one to nothing, they did not see the minutes. So, yeah, I'm probably going to look to something on the Gensel Crosby Russ line. Yeah, I like Sid. I um, yeah, Sid's the, like the safest bet, I guess. Yeah, but like, yeah. He only had one I, shot I just, last game, but I, I think yeah. Sid's the guy if you're looking for a shot prop here. Like, I think, honestly, I, I'm just going to end up with like a, you know, we got eight games here. Like, I'm probably not even going to take one out of this game. Unless it's like, there's something that really jumps off the page to me because of the under being so strong, like the point prop that ends up being better than expected. But yeah, it's just, it, it's just a rough thing. It's a rough scene because all these top guys are still priced. Like this is going to be a, a, you know, a good matchup with like a lot of scoring because I don't know. I'm, I just don't like it. Like I might consider taking like the under on a Bergeron point or something like that would, and I don't feel good about it because he's mm-hmm. going to see so many good offensive opportunities that it's just not a good bet. So I don't know. I'm very against this game, just scrapping it and just not worrying about it ruining my night. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that. One other guy I just want to point out is uh, Jason Zucker's been playing pretty well for uh, Pittsburgh. He's, you know, turned on the shots as of late. He's like 2,900 in DFS. Um, we're looking for pivots off of Alex uh, Barry Boule, who we'll get to in a bit. Uh, for DFS, you know, you don't have to pivot, obviously, but um, we'll talk about that. Um, and Zucker's a guy at 2.9, yeah. who I and, think and has. line is getting a ton of run. Yeah, um, exactly. So, and, yeah. So the, the, the power play that they ran was obviously because the Crosby unit like got a penalty, but they all actually went out there together for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like that line. I was trying to think of uh, someone was like tweeting about like a, n- a nickname for the line because it's like we're doing really well. And I thought of like the, the Aaron Carter, I want McCandy line. Am I off the show? <laughs> Remember Aaron you know, Carter's song, I want candy. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. And it could be, and you know what that candy could air. be that he wants? god a zucker <laughs> right All i like, right, thought um, of that and i saved it for this podcast and i didn't even mention it before because i didn't want to ruin it yeah look i'm i'm just gonna tender my resignation to pat mayo right now <laughs> and i'm gonna let you uh lay out play out the string here um but so, no dj hashtag i want the candy line oh my god everyone remembers the, the mid-2000 hit of right? course of course okay. um staple of my childhood all right um oh let's, god uh, i'm so glad i got that one together i almost forgot about it and then i like looked at the, the hockey biz i was like oh yeah i remember now all right let's uh let's go from there into detroit at columbus which uh you know as bad as dj's reference was this game might actually be worse so detroit columbus five and a half over under columbus a minus 130 or minus 143 favorite uh home favorite but man um like you said, last game was a stay away. This game is a complete stay away for me. These teams both stink out loud. Um, and yeah, I, neither team seems like they're playing for much of anything. You know, Larkin's done for the year. Um, Columbus is done for the year. Like just their entire team done for the year. Uh, Tortorella ruled all of them out, I think. Um, just, I don't know. Like, what are you doing with this game? Do you have any leans anywhere at all? Yes. It's very simple. It, it, it's don't get crazy. Don't get don't get you know don't don't overthink it. Detroit gave up over fifty shots to Dallas, and I know Columbus is in Dallas. Dallas is playing very well. Dallas is shooting the puck a lot. Columbus is, is going to get some shots here, and two guys are going to do it. It's Seth Jones and it's Oliver Bjorkstrand. Those are the two. Bjorkstrand is plus what two hundred five to score. I like that. I, I really like him to score. 
Um, I really am considering a multi-goal game for Brookstrand. Like, I think that he's going to be in a really premier spot. Um, I don't think there's anyone that can match up against him and Roslovich. Um, Roslovich. 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 I said it right the first time. Okay. I don't know why I second thought myself. Um, Maybe it's, I mean, and, I and it, people say the wrong names all the time for, for players. Yeah, you're right. And they, they're just so, too polite to correct them. So in this game, like, that's it. Like, I mean, there's, doesn't it's not I mean, that difficult. And they're, I mean, they're look, you know, right in the mid-tier. You're just going to play him. I'm going to have him in my DFS lineups. I'm going to have shot props for Brookstrand. I'm going to have goal props for Brookstrand. Uh, the, the guy, when he's in, he has. If you look at his, his past four games, Four shots on goal, seven shots on goal, one, three. You know, he's not playing Tampa anymore. This isn't Tampa anymore. They're at home against Detroit. That takes about 50 shots. Okay. Okay. I will. Uh, York Strand is a good play. Like, you I don't have. York Strand right. first goal, lock it. That's it. All right. All right. Lock DJ's, it. DJ's a conviction. Putting in the money. How much you know, are you putting on it? I 100. Just, I just think you really, you know, you want to tie yourself to a guy who is dependent on Eric Robinson uh, to produce offense. This Columbus team right now is rolling out the line of Domi, Bjorkstrand, and Robinson. And it's just like, come on. Like, what are we even doing here? I don't know. I, I'm happy to just move along. But, DJ, oh, I do love your Domi. conviction. I do love um, of course. He's going to be good, first off. Rostovich is with line A. You're right. I messed that up. Yeah. I, hopefully they switch it. But the uh, only other um, thing I was going to say, mm, nah, never mind. I, I was gonna. I thought. Thank I thought you. Grinko, I thought Grigorenko was was better than. Eh. Yeah, it's, All right. it's not worth it. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, if if you like DJ's conviction, Bjorkstrand, I can goal. sign off on that. Let's. Uh, I, not the first goal. Let's just do the shot prop. The shot prop. I'm okay with. It'll be right around even money. Okay. And uh, we well, do if like you want Bjorkstrand. the easy way out, then yeah. But All like, right. I do. So we're going over have to fun. Nope, I want out of this. So we're going Everyone's over to Tampa party at Chicago. my house. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> yes, the viewing party for Detroit at Columbus will be at DJ's. Um, That's the right. only place to watch it live. <laughs> Tampa okay. at Chicago. Uh, Tampa on the road, that? minus 182. Chicago plus 155. Over under, six and a half. Um, to me, this game sort of feels like it's shading toward an under, like a Tampa takes care of business four to one, three nothing type game. I just, I mean, Patty Kane just hasn't really, I mean, he did not show up. Not to a that. six. Where are you it's seeing six? It's a six. Uh, sorry, did I say? Sorry, I meant yeah. six. Okay, um, sorry. Like Patty Kane did not show up for that Nashville series, and it was—I mean—that was their season right there. Um, you know, he just didn't really get much done. So, I—I I just don't really see where the Chicago goals are coming from. Um, and you know, and Tampa's been a team for the entire year, basically, who's been like. We're just trying to take care of our business and get out of here. Um, and this to me seems like the perfect example of that game. So I kind of like the under here. Um, a lot of the underlying metrics are kind of pointing me in that direction as well. So I'll just, I'll listen. Um, but any thoughts here on the money line or the over under? Yeah, I think the under is, is a fair bet. Um, I kind of think there could be a little more pace that, that meets the eye, but I do think the under, if it stays at six is, is a good place to start just because Tampa's really slowed it down. Um, obviously their last game, they did end up getting there uh, with the, the OT win, um, the, the seven. It's been all that first line, which is, you know, really promising to see if you've stuck it out like me and been just continuing to stack that line against all odds. Um, Bari Boulay, if you watch that game, by the way, 
those announcers must have just like had first heard Barry Boulay's name and said it like 7,000 times. Did you watch the game or no? I, 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 I saw pieces of it, but yeah, they just kept saying his name. He scored the power play goal and they just couldn't stop. So I mean, he had Barry six Boulay, shots. So yeah, well, no, I get another good point. Yeah, he did have a lot of shots. So I guess they had to say it, but um, <laughs> it, it just felt like I just kept hearing it. Anyways, though, he's 2,700 on DraftKings. Like, yeah. Uh, what's his ownership going to be? You know, that's the question. One, Matt. I mean, Very high. Projected. Yeah, Very I'm. High. So I'm thinking. I mean, if you're talking at the weekend, he was upwards of 30, 40 percent, and of course that was against. Uh, you know, that was a three game slate, so there wasn't really much to work with. Um, but you also got to consider. I mean, he had been on a pretty nice roll, but he hadn't had more than five DraftKings points, I think, yet in like six games, and he comes off of a twenty point game. Um, in a really good matchup against Chicago. Like, I just think you'll be very, very popular. And you don't need to outright fade, but you just got to be creative in what you're doing um, and just making sure you're not really sort of like leaving yourself dead if, you know, if, if he busts, a lot of the field's going down with him. That's all I'll say. So, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of other pivots as well. So I don't think you need the full fade, but just make sure you sort of uh, leverage your lineups uh you know, uh, appropriately if you are playing him. Right. And so I, I think, you know, the, the one, the one piece that I do really like here, you know, and obviously with him is going to make a lot of sense is Braden point though. I mean, <laughs> I feel like I've been beating the drum all year and he's burned me a few times. It's one of those things where he'll go on those, those heaters where he's shooting the puck a ton. Um, I really like it in this matchup for him to get back on track with it. Uh, Tampa, you know, they're still fighting for, you know, the top spots in the, in their division, Obviously, I think that, that the number one spot could be super coveted because you're going to avoid Carolina or Florida. And Tampa needs to get some wins here against Chicago to get back in the, to met that spot. I believe they're out of it right now. I think Carolina has it, um, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, by a, a, a little bit, right? A couple points. So they're going to really have to figure it out here. Um, and I think leaders like Braden Point uh, are the ones to do it. He's, you know, plus 143 to score. I'm probably not touching that. Um, you know, he could just put himself in that assist role, but I still think he can hit the shot prop because I think there'll be some shots in this game and the shot prop will be there for sure. Uh, two and a half. And I think he hits three for, uh, you know, most times on, on this given night. Um, do you have any numbers on him or them against Chicago? I'm not sure if you could make that. I, I don't have anything off. Oh, like the team in general. Um, yeah. Yeah. They've, they've performed pretty much as they have, which is pretty good. They've been pretty good against Chicago, you know, good yeah. underlying numbers and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I, so yeah, it's a good spot. I, I definitely do like Tampa here. I'm just not sure. I see like the, the massive, massive upside that we saw, um, like, you know, in that yeah, Columbus game. 182. I mean, are you like, are you, like if you're, I don't know, it seems yeah. like just the right let's, bet, but let's I'm just not make sure. sure it's, let's just make sure it's a vasty game before we rush to make that bet though, because <laughs> it could be McElhaney and you know, that that's all bets are off. So yeah, um, literally he's oh. yeah. I feel like if it's McElhaney, every time I see it, I just immediately rush for the, uh, the over just because he's going <laughs> to give up goals against. And yeah. it just seems like Tampa just like when he's in net, they're like, all right, guys gotta actually play fun because we got to score. Yep. So um I don't know. But anyways, we can we can move on. Um, I think that this game, like there's really not a lot of like underlying value or news or notes that are going to make a big difference um, in how you're going to be betting on this game. But, you know, a game that has a little bit more of that. Uh, it's a rematch. Florida losing to Nashville on Monday night. We get him again on Tuesday. Uh, Florida still a slight favorite on the road. Um, Drieger got hurt in the game. I'm not sure if the Lions got jumbled or not, but there was a lot of stuff going on. So Matt, was there anything that you are seeing right now 
Um, or were the Lions, did they kind of hold true? I mean, Florida could jumble them again, but we had, you know, Petrano with Barkov and all that. So, and, and yeah, Shari, I mean, which I'm sure he didn't stick because he had way less minutes, but. Yeah. So, um, so Vichano Barkov did wind up back with Gusev when they were, you know, struggling there. But yeah, I mean, the key note is, you know, the loss of Dreger. Like they, they brought in Bobrovsky. Um, he'll probably have the start again. Maybe they go to Spencer Knight after a loss. Um, so, you know, I think that's one way to look at things. But even, even in that case, yeah, Nashville won on, you know, on, on, on Monday night. But I think on Tuesday night, Florida comes back here. Um, I mean, Florida's been doing it all year. They've been playing really excellent hockey. They dominated this game from start to finish. Honestly, um, I'm pretty sure they outshot them in every period. <laughs> and they just got uh, UC Saros. Um Actually, the first period, I guess Nashville did put up a pretty strong showing. Um, but, let, I mean, UC Saros definitely won that game for Nashville. 40 shots, one goal uh, for Florida. Pecorine probably goes here. Maybe they go back to, to Saros. Um, but, you know, this is yeah. really good value, I think. Minus 124 on this Florida side. Um, so, yeah, let's I just get roll it, get with it early that. Because I, yeah, I can't. I mean, if they go back-to-back Saros right now, I mean, even yeah. though – it looks like they're going to get in the playoffs. You know, they can't burn them out. I mean, I would grab this as soon as you're listening. And, and I, I'm sure it's going to get worse, especially when we find out Rene starts. So mm-hmm. um, I definitely agree with that. No, get it early, get it often. Um, not really seeing any extreme values anywhere. I mean, I think, like I mentioned, Barkov still pretty strong on, on the shot prop, pretty strong in general. Um, just a great play overall. Whoever he's with is going to be good. Um, did you get the power play up from the game? they get any uh yeah so i mean bennett uh actually bennett gusev huberto yandel barkov so uh yeah wait who came off then <laughs> am, I, am i going crazy here no that was that was the power i think that was yeah that sounds right sorry i completely missed that Hornfist missed this game oh yeah wow oh. <laughs> that's, that's crazy it. that's crazy um you know, playing the dfs i Miss that, I wow. guess. Um, so that would that would explain it. I keep an eye on him, I guess. Um, so wow, some late breaking news an hour after the game ends. Um, so yeah, extremely late breaking news. Um, yeah, no, yeah. So keep, yeah, obviously, like we always mentioned, we have a Discord if you want to jump in, DM one of us. If you want to, if you're definitely DFS talk. I mean, you could do a little bit of prop, whatever, but um, DFS mainly there, and we all the news and notes is going to be there every night. Uh, so, yeah, I think we're both on the Florida side here. I yeah. slightly fade the over just because I do think it'll be like Poprovsky, Rene. Um, and Rene is, you know, he gave up a hat trick to Sam Gagne. So, I mean, <laughs> I'll never let him live it down. He'll, he'll never listen to this, so it doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, I definitely yeah. could see, like, that scenario where Florida just pumps four on him and, you know, they can, they can get it over for sure. So, with all of that being said, is there any other news or notes or – players or anything i know i thought you were in on yossi maybe or is there you know i'm not sure if yeah so i mean that's sort of you know where i'm looking here it's that on the national side like a little game stack action uh roman yossi's been great and i think the pace here will sort of tick up um obviously you know florida did have 40 freaking shots on goal um but roman yossi's been playing uh really well lately he's at the blocks bonus in four of his last five games if you're looking at DraftKings, um and he's taken a lot of shots as well so I think that he's a guy who, you know, if I'm looking to get a player prop from the Nashville side, I'm taking advantage of him. 
Um, and mostly in DFS, like we've talked about a lot of value options. There's not a ton that I love in terms of spending my money on this slate. So I think I might sort of go for the luxury spend on defense. And Roman Yossi's, I think, the number one guy there. Um, you, you pair him with Tolvanen, the power play guy for Nashville. He dominates the shots on the power play. So it's very easy to see a land in which, you know, Yossi hits his bonus, uh, gets a couple assists, and Tolvanen pots a couple on the power play. Um, and then, of course, the Florida side sort of comes roaring back with Barkov and Bennett and friends. Um, so I really like that angle to sort of, you know, uh, go at this game. Sam Bennett on the top power play playing a few bit of plus 270 to score. Feels pretty good. He's been on a bit of a tear lately. Um, so I think that offers some good value. Um, and, yeah, I think that's all I had from this game. So thank you for the uh, setting that one up for me, Deej. That's how Yossi does it on the power play with Tolvain. That's so- right. We'll send it over to the final game of the night, 8.30 if you're on the East Coast, so it's an early night. Carolina at Dallas, a rematch from Monday. We get both the rematches from Monday a little bit later, the late hammer. I think, you know, to not to speak for you, you kind of turned me on to this going through the numbers. The over seems pretty strong here. <clears throat> um, I, did it hit? Did it yeah, hit? Did, yep, they hit they seven. Hit okay, they hit seven. Um, and I, I think the pace was really there. Shots were really there. I'm back on it again. Um I, you know, I guess I slightly lean the Carolina side here, um, even though da- Dallas won, right? Overtime, Jimmy Ben. Yep, right? Jamie yeah. Ben, four-point night, baby. Yeah, yeah. He burned Bernier in his historic game, but doesn't matter. Um, but, which, Matt, which we did talk about this, and I always want all of our listeners to hear this really quickly. Only one player on that Saturday game that Dallas had over 50 shots did not have a single registered shot on goal. Matt, please tell the viewers or it listeners. Was, uh, it was it was our pride and joy, Dennis Garyanov. He was Dennis the only one playmaker, one. Dennis Garyanov. I, I mean, I remember because I'm pretty sure on their goal he like kind of shot past it too, but he didn't get the assist either. I don't know. It was really weird, but it doesn't really matter. Um, irregardless, the only player not to get a shot on goal that that impressive. blew my mind. Mark Pesic had four. You mentioned yeah, like, you know, Mark like, Pesic had four like normal, nine and a half minutes and normal goal, like just like, the craziest game. But yeah, back to this one. Definitely like the over here. Um, I like I got the Carolina side slightly. Uh, I just, you know, I think they're the better team by a decent margin and it's on the road. Dallas is hot. So whatever, but minus 124 Florida and, and Carolina, I think that just take both of those. Um, but yes, more, um, more than that, I mean, I think there's a lot of shot props. There's a lot of other value um, here. So I'll just let you take it away from there. Yeah, so I mean, the first place I think I'm going here with Dallas is to Jason Robertson. And of course, he's, you know, manning their top line uh, with Rube Hintz and Joe Pavelski. Um, obligatory mention for Rube Hintz, you know, you got to check if he's actually playing because of his injury. Um, but Jason Robertson here, I mean, he's just on such a good run of form. Um, he picked up another point on uh, on Monday night. He's got points now in his last 10 games, last nine games, that is. Um and I mean, that Lions just playing incredible hockey. You mentioned Dallas being on a bit of a run right now. Rupe Hints and his friends, Jason Robertson and Joe Pavelski and Miro Heiskanen are the absolute reason for that. Like they've been putting up just a ton of, you know, ton of offense. So um, I think that they offer some great value in terms of DFS. And, you know, we've been betting their, their shot props for a while now. So I think that's sort of, um, you know, where I'm looking to, to go here. Yeah, yeah, I, I just think that, you know, a lot of DFS players are just going to see the back-to-back and just run away from this game. Um, and I, I just don't really see the reason why. Uh, there's some good value here. Uh, some really, really nice 
Um, poorly to pieces, they're going to see a lot of minutes. Both of these teams still playing for a lot, <clears throat> as I mentioned. So I'm down for a little bit of anything. I think that you get the Ajo special golf special pretty cheap. Um, you know, so I'm I'm kind of in on all of it. I don't know if I'm going to go full game stack here, but I really really like the Ajo special golf Hamilton stack. Um, yeah. Just just too cheap. Just doesn't make sense. I know Dallas is not terrible, but come on. Um, so I'm going to be having that and the yeah, over. I'll- I'll give you a little preview for my uh, favorite DFS stacks if you if you like um, because I actually like the second line for Carolina, Nechas, Nino, Trocheck. Um, they had great form earlier this year, and uh, they're they're back together. They each played 22 minutes on Monday night. Like you know, Carolina's gunning for first in the division. They know that Tampa, Florida, they're going to be tough matchups, so they're going for number one. And I think that's very you know I think that almost proves it. So. Um, let's, uh, you know, I, I sort of like that, but I do love this game just overall. I feel like I will have a lot of shares of this, these eight o'clock and eight thirty games, um, in my DFS lineups and stuff. So, um, yeah, the other note for Carol or for Dallas is just keep an eye on the status of John Klingberg. You know, if he doesn't play, it's honestly just a bump up to Mayor Heiskanen, but, um, you know, that is a tough loss for Dallas having no Klingberg. They overcame it. Um, you know, but I think Tuesday that could maybe rear its head. Yeah. <clears throat> so why don't we get to just all the DFS? Um, and, let's, and we'll just say some of our favorite stacks yeah, again, couple, or favorite bets, favorite bets. A couple of favorite bets. Yep, yep, couple yep. Favorite bets. Why do I, I feel like I do that every single time. It's like the end of the year and I do that every time. Okay. We're just racing to the finish to get you our, all of our goodness. Yes, exactly. So favorite bets. Um, I think that the easiest one is going to be, I really think that Florida um, to win. I think that's probably my favorite. It like actually that. looks like it's even getting better right now. I mean, I think it's come down a little bit. Minus 117 is what I'm seeing. So like it, you know, if you get it, like I said, I think it's going to get a lot worse if Saros is confirmed not starting. So. Yeah, I definitely agree there. I do like that call. Um, I will go with the Carolina Dallas over, just get blanket coverage of that game. I think, uh, you know, you mentioned it. I don't think I quite signed off on it, but I'm definitely on the over here. Um, I think this is one of the best games of the night pace wise. And, you know, I'm just banking on goalies to not put up an absolute brick wall. So, um, give me the over in Carolina Dallas. Okay. And then one more, um, I'm yeah. Bjork strand shot prop, just nice, easy money. I mean, I do like him to score first, like don't, don't get mad, but <laughs> when he um, scores first, oh man, am I going to get rained? Yeah, no, there'll be screenshots uh, for sure. Um, all right, give me the Flyers on the money line. Minus 130, kind of same deal as Florida. Like, it just, I mean, okay, Flyers aren't Florida, but like, I think just think that Philly, even though they're on the road, are just a better team all around than New Jersey. Um, I, I don't trust New, any facet of New Jersey. So even though I don't trust Philly, like, I'm just going to bet on talent here. So um, give me the Flyers money line, just minus 130, great value. So, um, you know, like we mentioned a lot, we do a full podcast on DFS, the Morning Skate podcast, so be sure to check that out if you like the DFS stuff. Um, but we will give you a couple of our favorite DFS stacks to get you started here. Um, so, DJ, did you have one in mind you wanted to uh, call out? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of touched on this one on the, the Morning Skate pod uh, as like a secondary filler. But like, honestly, the more I look at it, I'm thinking about it, you know, the Ferebi Konechny Provorov look for Philly um, I, I think it get, is going to be a little bit, you know, under-owned and it's really cheap. Farabee, like we mentioned, right now has the best odds to score. 
um, on, on the entire game there. <clears throat> I don't know if that's entirely warranted. He hasn't been like the craziest rate shooter in the world, but him connecting and Provorov, I think there's a decent chance they could all hook up on a power play. Their power play was kind of a mess last game. I'm not exactly sure what they were doing, but either, either way, you know, that line just used some good run. And I think that, you know, connecting and Barabee have slate breaking ability. So I think that could be a little unique way about going, going about it and getting some really good like mid tier value. Yeah. Um, so I think one place, like, obviously we're doing this with the impression that, you know, Barry Boulay will be very popular because he lets you fit in, you know, a lot of the upper price stacks. I think one of the upper price stacks that I actually like a lot that I don't really think will be owned is Pittsburgh one. You know, of course, I don't need to tell you why Crosby, Gensel, Rust are good plays, but I just think that they will be underowned for their relative upside on this slate. Um, yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, you're probably going to have to forego some of the, you know, the, the Roman Yossi's at defense, whatever, if you want to play them. Um, but I do think that, you know, they could easily be the team, it'd be the line that has, you know, three, four goals in them. Um, and, you know, it doesn't matter what D-men you have. You just get some guys who get you some points and uh, you have a slate winner right there. So give me Pittsburgh one to sort of like my flag point <laughs> expensive stack. Yeah, I, the other stack I'm going to go with. So being as it's a back-to-back, I you know we're not probably going to get a morning skate from Florida and Nashville. Um, so why don't we kind of use the information we have? It is a later game at eight o'clock, so definitely you're going to want to put one of these guys in your flex spot, as I mentioned quite often. But you know Barkov and Gusev got back together. A lot of people might not have it. DFO might not have it. So let's try to use our use this to our advantage. They're both on the power play together. They're both on the line together. Barkov and Gusev. You could you know put Gandel there and and hope the power play gets going. Um, Gandel, if you, you look at his game logs, it is a pendulum. It is, you know, five shots on, on goal, two assists, and then it's, you know, eight, eight minutes and zero shots. <laughs> like, so you never know what you're going to get out of him. So you can put him in if you want. If not, you can still put Frankie V in there. It's not correlated on the power play, but mm-hmm. hopefully they stick together. You're going to get a, you know, a very, very good chance at getting like, I don't know, eight to 10 shots on goal from that line. And, and if they get a couple points, it, it could really be the slate winner. Um, I think that's yeah. like the way I'm looking at in GPP where you're, you're, you're going for the win. Like that's a winner. Like that's a winning lineup, a line. So. Yeah, no, um, I, I definitely agree. I think Florida offers a lot of, uh, possible combinations and, you know, keep an eye on Hornquist, like we mentioned. So yeah, um, then obviously then yeah, I will stick. But. I mean, of course I already mentioned this, but I will stick to my Carolina to, uh, Natchez, Trocek and Nino Niederreiter, um, Natchez and Nino are just far too cheap. And yeah, Trocek's a bit pricey, but you're not killing for the money. Um, and Trocek, yeah, no. you know, he's, he's, he's a good shooter. So it's not like he's the guy who you're sort of like, Oh, he's going to get, just get one shot and a couple of assists. Like he's usually the guy who profiles as the shooter. He's also on the top power play. Um, so I just think that, you know, if there's one guy you want to spend up for in a stack, it's a guy who sort of fits the mold of Vinny Trocek. And then you sort of fill in the line mates with them who are cheaper but have you know ample upside, really good offensive profiles, um, despite their second power play time. So um, he's you know like a nice sixty nine hundred price. That's Carolina right. Carolina has sixty nine points, and they made the playoffs. I don't know. I'm I'm not. That's, that's all very nice, DJ. You know. Thank you. No, I I definitely like the play. I mean, if if you would have told me like Vinny Trocek's a point per game player, I would have been like, really? But he is thirty nine points, thirty nine games. I mean, yeah, he's really been. Uh, an amazing ad by them. And, uh, in addition, I wanted the Sabres to get. Of course, they didn't. They never do. Um, okay, that's <laughs> it. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, yeah. So 
Uh, we didn't mention goalies. UC Saros, oh, yeah. if he starts again, I, you just have to play him, right? Everyone and their mother played him on Monday night, and it worked. So, uh, you know, why not? He should see a bunch of shots if he somehow gets to start again, which, I mean, maybe he does. He's on such a run right now. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, he's... I think, I think if you're feeling extra risky, you're either playing Lucanin or Bernier. Um, I think that, you know, if Bernier's in, I think it's a, it's a pretty strong yeah. play. Yeah, like, I Bernier, like I said in another podcast, on the 12th of April, he won a game against Carolina with 37 saves, one goal against. He had 31.4 draft points. <laughs> against Dallas, he lost in overtime with 50 saves. He had 33 points on draft games with a lot. I mean, like, that's just kind of I, – I don't think he's going to get 50 freaking saves against Columbus. Yeah. But I think he could get a mid-upper 30s. And if he has that 35-point bonus in the win, like, he's he's the GPP winner. Um so again, yeah, I get a little risky. So if Bernier's in net, I do like, like Brookstrand. I'm not even saying you can't play Brookstrand against him. Like I, you know, don't don't call me crazy. Don't call me nuts, but I would do it. Um, DJ, you're that, nuts. <laughs> don't don't get me back to the candy line. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. On oh that God. Note. All right. Yeah, we will we will get on out of here. Um, big thanks to Prize Fix, the sponsor of the show. Be sure you head on over to PrizePix.com. Use promo code MMN when you sign up. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Fake Moods. DJ is at DJ underscore Mitchell 94. And yeah, follow the, the Mayo Media Network at Mayo Media Net. DJ, we all set to go? I think we're good to go. Um, yeah, everything sounds good. Prize picks. If I'm telling you right now, I'm, this is all you got to do. Just even if you do it alone, get a good amount of, of, of soda pops or beers and watch the frisbee golf and just sweat it out and just tilt some Eagle McMahon. I mean, Eagle McMahon, baby. I mean, I mean, what are the, what a perfect name for a golfer, Eagle McMahon. Except yeah. he went to the frisbees instead and he found his niche. And you know what? Right. We have to respect him. All right. So best of luck out there on the sunny Chelsea or if you're brave like DJ on this disc golf slate. So good luck on Tuesday, everyone. We will see you.